So what is workforce housing? So apartment classes uh, are really broken down into, into four different apartment types. You have your class A, which is the newer construction, uh, just within a few years old. Um, you know, usually have high-end finishes, amenities, you know, nice clubhouses, multiple pools and spas, movie facilities, uh, you know, all the really high-end amenities that, that uh, people look for. And these are renters by choice. They typically like to, to rent these types of properties uh, because it's in a specific location within the, the town that they're living in, maybe close to uh, specific uh, job centers. Um, but these are mostly renters by choice, not by necessity. When you get into class B, a little older, eight, 1980 to 2000, uh, you know, a little bit more dated communities, uh, fewer amenities, and these are, are a combination of both renters by choice and by necessity. You know, folks that can't necessarily afford uh, a mortgage or qualify for a mortgage, so they rent by necessity. Then you get into class C, uh, these are, once again, a little bit older, fewer amenities, and these are, are mostly people who uh, are renters by necessity. They, they can't afford a house payment, they can't qualify for a house payment, um, these are your, your good, you know, what we consider workforce housing, um, good hardworking Americans, kind of the backbone of our country type of folks. And then you have the, the class D, which, which we stay away from. Um, these are, are properties that are in challenging areas. Um, you get into a lot of subsidized housing in these types of areas and, and uh, these are assets that, uh, that we don't invest in. So this is, a, this is an example of a Class A property. Um, you know, nice new construction. Um, like I said, a lot of, of high-class amenities. Um, and you go into Class B, these are more the suburb type, um, or not necessarily urban core like Class A, but the suburb types, or, or even in good locations within the, within the city. Um, class C, once again, a little bit older, but still nice structurally sound. Buildings that can uh, offer some upside as far as operational efficiencies and improving the communities for the residents themselves. Um, and then these are the class D's that we, that we don't stay, or that we stay away from. A lot of them are in undesirable er areas, uh, you know, a lot of government subsidy housing, uh, things of that nature. And then you get into your mobile home parks, um, which uh, these can be good investments, but we don't focus on these. This is what we focus on. The class B and C. This is the sweet spot. Um, these are the these are the types of assets that uh, are good both in good and bad economic times. If you think about it, <clears throat> in a downturn, uh, people who are living in class A and are renters by choice may turn into renters by necessity. So they may move in uh, move from class A down to class B. The folks that are living in class B may be moving into class C during a downturn. Um, and in the good times, they move from C to B and B to A. So there, it's the sweet spot in between. So you're, you're really um, kind of insulated during the, uh, the downturns and you're, you're going to benefit even more during the up, upside um, because you're, you're right in the middle of people moving both ways, upperly and downly mobile. So. so these are the types of assets we invest in here. And, uh, and so now, what is our target demographic? Who lives at these properties? So these are again, are, are these are the, the hardworking blue collar individuals and families typically earning anywhere from 30 to 75,000 per year. Um, you know, the, the rent metrics that, that uh, we put in place as far as qualifying tenants, they have to have three times the, the rental and uh, in income. And uh, so we, we really do a lot of due diligence on our renter profile to make sure that they are people that can not only afford the rent, um, but uh, 
we create communities through our different community development programs within the, within the apartment buildings to, uh, to make sure that they're happy and stay for a long time. Um, actually, these are all law-abiding citizens that pay their bills, just like I said, the backbone of America um, and the bulk of the U.S. workforce. <clears throat> People like manufacturing construction workers, um, the retail services, fast food workers, emergency services workers. I mean, these are just the, the good, hardworking Americans that, that, uh, that, we, that we partner with and, and target for our resident profile. Um, so these, these, all, all these various types are, are our residents. We go a lot, we, we, we really go out of our way to really develop com community um, by establishing different programs within these uh, apartment communities. You know, we, we do uh, you know, Thanksgiving dinner giveaways. We do uh, back to school backpack programs. We do after school um, uh, you know, tutoring programs. We are looking to actually even do uh, some, some um, medical dental screenings and, and stuff. We really want to, to be able to give value back to the residents themselves uh, that are in our communities so not only do they have a, they feel more valued, but the more value they feel, the longer they're going to stay and tell their friends and family to, to create their own community within the, the apartments uh, that we invest in. So we go a long way to, go, to, to really, you know, invest not only in the asset themselves, but also the community that lives there.